bloody good horror. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very, very special episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric, and I'll be your host for this evening, where we will be, get this, people, counting down the top 25 films of the decade. You might be saying to yourself, but the decade isn't over, Eric, to which I would respond, I don't care. We're doing it anyway. It is now. Yeah, that's we right. We do what we want. I'm, yes, that's my second response, Casey. Thank you. Sorry. I'll be your host. No, I'm just saying that's exactly the other thing I was going to say. I will be your host for this evening. Joining me tonight, first up, Joe, I'm not sure how often you get your hair cut, but I feel like it's been a week, so I just wanted to get a status report. Um, You know, it's it's the same haircut I had last week, but I, I, I knew it was a big show tonight, so I shaved. I put effort into the quaff. I noticed I, you have a button. I knew we too. were posting this out, not just for our... <laughs> Patrons, I guess we're calling them now. Uh, so I wanted everybody to really get the full show. Yes, Joe. The word patrons, it's new. No one's used it before. Well, the, the site is not called patron.com. It's Patreon. So they're Patreons. Sure. But I can't get into that. Joe, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm wearing um, one of these luxurious soft black t-shirts that I turned you on to today. I, mine will be arriving in the next couple of days. I'm Beautiful. very excited about this. This potential, like, $5 Game Changer t-shirt. Yeah, man. There you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, I missed. I skipped this part. Hey, Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> next up, from Indiana, please welcome Casey. Hello. And uh, Cece is going to join us in a little bit. Don't you worry. She'll be here to talk shit to Joe. But... That's not happening right now. What's happening right now is we're going to intro the man of the hour. Typically, one time a year, I get a fancy John, what we like to call like a spreadsheet show, where John just gets just positively turgid with numbers and statistics and things. But this year, we're so lucky we get two of these shows, John, because we're going to do this and obviously the regular end of the year show. This is your night to shine. You are the business editor at BloodyGoodHorror.com. You're also the fancy numbers person. Please welcome John Schnars to the show. God, just you know how to make a guy feel special, Eric. I tell you. Well, enjoy it. Tell you what. Enjoy it because the next thing I was gonna say is Joe got dressed up and you look like a hobo with five o'clock mm. shadow. So yeah. Mm. Well, do we need to revisit the fact that I had goddamn surgery last week? Mm. Uh, I told you I took my sling off. That was like a big moment for I me. I still think you should be wearing a tuxedo, but okay. I uh, I can't shave. So, Joe, while you might look cleanly uh, quaffed, Casey, well How many arms trimped. does it take you to shave? What kind of operation well, are you doing have you, ever, have you ever tried to shave your face with a razor with your non-dominant hand? I'm just talking, about, I'm just talking about your John, face, not your taint. John, I do a lot of things with my non-dominant hand just to switch things up, right? <laughs> yeah, it's called, it's called the stranger. Yeah. I mean, look, I get it. I respect it. But uh, I'm not putting a razor blade on my face with my left hand. So, so anyway, coming up um, here uh, very briefly here, you're basically going to be 
the whole you can explain your whole methodology but we all taking voted the rings. we I'm all voted we all just, voted in the top explain. 25 you took in the numbers you crunched them you're going to spin them back out at us so get excited for that we, i'm getting nervous with you even talking about it we right did now, have so. <laughs> before we get into that we did have one um breaking news type situation so this happened i pretty sure like the day after we recorded last week i woke up in the morning and i've got like 30 twitter notifications tagging me in this video of this guy who proposes to his girlfriend so i john are you familiar with joe bob briggs have you heard of this guy uh so i wasn't familiar huh. until i met you and joe uh mm, yeah. and then you freaking circle jerked each other for <laughs> like 17 episodes about joe no i, I yes mm. i know joe so he's joe. doing a um He's having a bit of a renaissance lately, John. I don't know if you're mm. aware of this, but anyway, he he's doing this uh, road show, and this guy went to his show and he arranged beforehand to propose to his girlfriend, and like the king of kings that this guy is, he just had his beautiful red blazing bloody good horror shirt on while he did it. You got to watch it for a second. See, Casey didn't watch the whole thing, so he didn't catch it. If you got to watch it for a second. Because he's got his back to the camera, but then he turns and he's got the big, you know, BGH on. So it's, um, it's the classic logo, too. Yeah. 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 So we reached out to the guy. We're like, hey, dude, what's the story here? What's going on? And he wrote us a little email. So just as a little, little intro to our show here, we wanted to read it. I was going to say, could you give the guy the – give him a name, please? Yeah. Just, uh, 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 Justin. Justin. Yes. He's, a, he's a Patreon as well. <laughs> And I think we, I, I believe, uh, I believe we sent him like some a care package, right? Uh, I have not yet. I okay, we're going to apology to everyone. I have not shipped a ton of shirts to our ten dollar levels. I have not shipped any of the medals yet, and I have not shipped this guy. Sick. It's It's been a couple weeks, guys. All right, we'll get there. All right, so we just wanted to read this quick. So he says, "Hey guys, and CC, putting a plug into my proposal to the crowd for bloody good horror was my original intention." Me wearing that BGH shirt was not an accident, but old Joe Bob gave me almost no time to do it. This story, I just got to say this story is amazing and we can talk about it after we get through it. But. Well, and, and Eric, you should say, cause Joe had reached out to him by email and, and basically was like, Hey, we saw you were wearing the BGH shirt. Yeah. Thanks so much. You couldn't give us a plug. And <laughs> okay, that's why okay. he responded. So that's why he felt way. the need to defend himself. <laughs> yes. about it. So yeah, he, you know. he goes on to say, uh, the proposal had been in the work works for months. Uh, how I first pictured it uh, was doing it before the show. I'd give a funny but heartwarming speech. I love how he's like he's like casting a movie in his head here. Uh, Michelle accepts and we sit down. During the speech, I was going to point out that I'm a producer on the podcast Bloody Good Horror. And by producer, I mean Patreon contributor, but they don't have to know that. And to check out BGH because we love Joe Bob. About a week before, this is where it gets funny. About a week before the show, JB contacts me and says the proposal will happen after the show. And he wants to meet me at Soundcheck before so we can go over the rules. Let me say that again. He wants to hang out. I was overjoyed that he was going to let me propose at his show. But now I get to meet him. Christmas came early for me. I've followed Joe Bob since 1991 when I started reading his column during Desert Storm in Stars and Stripes. So I looked this up, John. It looks like Stars and Stripes is like a, a military newspaper publication type of thing. I mean, um, I, that was like the the sort of assumption that i made when i saw the yeah, email yeah. but you know all right i'm just saying i look i confirmed that i did some research yeah. on like no good okay. no i appreciate that um yes. at the sound check he asked me how much time do i need i tell him 10 minutes 10 minutes did i say 10? <laughs> so brazen. did i so say brazen. 10 i meant five you need a whole five minutes 
Did I say five? I meant two. Joe Bob tells me at the end of the show, everyone will want to go home and he won't tie them up that long after a two-hour show. So he said he'd give me one minute from the moment I stand up. So yeah, I was a little pressed for time. Okay, I will take the one minute, especially being that I got to meet him. Uh, his male girl, Darcy, was also at the show. She was the one who recorded the video. She was so sweet and almost as excited as I was for the proposal. In the end, everything went off without a glitch, and I'm very happy. Thank you guys for everything, the gifts, the outstanding podcast, and the ability to make me laugh during some long hours at work. And close is a picture of the BGH shirt now with Joe Bob's autograph. Have a great day, Ooh. and keep up the good work, Justin. So that was just a feel-good thing I wanted to read. Yeah. It. I also just wanted to say... The balls on this guy for asking Joe up for ten minutes of his show is That's incredible. amazing. Yeah, yeah, like King Kong size balls. This guy has. <laughs> what, what would you even say in a ten minute proposal? Ten wow. minutes no. is like a legit stand up set. That's what I love about it. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I have some things I got to say, um, man. I don't know, you know. No, it's great. No, look, just get it all out, all the feelings. I'm, I'm, I'm. I would be here for that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well. And how weird, awkward would it have been if he spent more of that 10 minutes plugging BGH than proposing to his wife? <laughs> and now let me tell you about Joe. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good chance she would have said no. If that's... So Joe first, yeah. for Joe Probably first the joined the show around episode 100. Yeah. He's like, he's like page turn. It's like, he's like reading no. from his hymnal. That listen, many, many, many congrats. We yes. have the best yeah. listeners in the world. The fact that like, this is the biggest moment of his life and he was thinking about given us you know a little yeah. easter egg is really neat so we thank him we thank everybody that represents us like that um i i think at this point so a few weeks ago one of our other listeners and a, a loyal patreon joe um joe so jo, our, our patron joe runs a theater and joe bob came through his town and joe's the one who got us the bumper that we played two weeks ago or whatever it was so i like to think at this point that joe bob thinks that we're like sending just sending people to like infiltrate his live tour across the country. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> We're yeah. going to get a cease and desist letter from Joe pretty soon is what you're, it's what great. you're angling I mean, at. It's been a weird year. That's what I'm getting at. But anyway, yeah. thanks. Yeah, but at least he doesn't have to pay the postage for that cease and desist. He could just ha hand it to Joe and Eric standing outside his bedroom window. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey guys, here. Uh, all right, John. It is time. Eric. I'm going to do my best not to zone out here. I'm pretty excited, but I'm sure you have a lot of numbers. I'm not very good with numbers, but we're going to see how yeah. this goes. Let's we'll see where we go. All right, John. It is time. Let us talk about the top 25 films of the decade. We're going to use that tonight just as your generic theme music. That's like in the movie when you show up on screen, this just plays in the background. I mean, is it, you're going to use like multiple stingers? As I'm going, there's like not no warning. Just doo -doo. anytime you say uh, a really schnarzy thing, I'm just gonna hit it. <laughs> I like that. I like a lot. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm very excited. I'm probably uh, the end of the year show. I tend to be a little drunker, let's say, than mm. uh, than I am right now. But uh, but I'm feeling good. I'm very excited. As Eric said, a lot a lot of numbers. Um, so, and, and just to kind of give everybody a sense of how things are going to go, we're going to count down the top 25. The way we got there, as Eric mentioned, we had 15 BGH contributors. It's essentially anyone that you've heard on this show or who has written something for the Bloody Good Horror website over the last, let's say, year or so. Um, they, uh, they, were, they were offered a ballot. Uh, the ballot had 154 films on it. We put this ballot together. I think we talked about it a little bit on the show. The ballot itself was somewhat contentious. 
And to anyone who has complained about the ballot, I say, go fuck yourself. No, I like it. Yeah. I 100%. I tried to crowdsource this ballot several times, got very little feedback, and was like, cool, this is the ballot. Can I tell you something, John? Like, so personally, I, I read the whole thing over. It is very hard to, like, take in that amount of information and be like, oh, you missed this one thing. Now, I say that, but when we gave it up to the slackers, everyone had an opinion, John. You know what they say uh, about opinions. No, well, no. and so I should say... We, listen, added... we used a broad... like we, 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 We've said this before, but we go with the big tent theory of genre films at Bloody Good Horror. That is totally true. And I would say that even though I was very firm in saying I would not add anything to the ballot, I think I added two films to the ballot pretty close to the end. So Just to get people to shut up. Yeah, mostly so that people would would chill out. And, you guys uh, made John and, and mad. Also, Do you know how often John gets legit mad on the show? Like not that often. Well, I mean the the other. So the way the again, not to go too deep into it, but the way the ballot was put together was mostly from. We have a top ten list from every single one of the years of the decade. We we've done the top ten vote. So I went back to all of those top ten votes and pulled shit that didn't even make those lists, but got a lot of votes at that time. So. I felt like it was a pretty comprehensive list. Again, 150 films for 10 years, and uh, they're all good. Right? I mean, like, I mean to your good... point, like if there was something that only one person was going to put on their list, it didn't really matter because it's such a we have so many voters, you're yeah. not going to sway the whole thing. Well, so let's get to that. Let me give you so the I just want to just again to level set how the rest of this let's say hour is going to play out. We're going to count down the top 25. The top 25 was arrived at by uh, let's say numbers magic, but essentially uh, I took all the ballots. And I provide, I gave a weighting that uh, when you added up, essentially like a one was worth a certain number of points and a, and a 25 was worth a different number of points. And when you add it up and average it all out, uh, you get a stack rank that is essentially the collective wisdom of the Bloody Good Horror crew. It's the wow. same general wisdom. methodology. Quote, yeah. unquote. But it's the same general methodology I use for the top 10 list at the end of the year. What I love about it is that and we'll talk about the the sort of diversity of the list because I think it's actually one of the most important points. Um, while there's a ton of diversity of the 15 lists that go into this, the final list, I I, I look at it and I'm like, this is a this is a thing of beauty. I I really feel good about oh, the top 25. It's that we a, ended up with. it's. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about the decade on the whole, and they're they're all positive for mm. the most part. You so don't let, you don't mean like diversity of the cast, right? Like where like for the most part. <laughs> Like, what? Well, wait, hold on. The voting, the voting group was <laughs> fairly diverse. Really help if CC was here right now. John, do you know Canadian isn't a race, right? Uh, <laughs> we're have, different. We have They're different. Se- we, Joe, we have several Canadians. Mm. That's true. Uh, so, so let me let me give you some high level stats just to set the the mood, so to speak. And then what we're gonna do is while we're counting on the list, each of us. We're, we're gonna have a little. We're gonna have a little uh, close up, a little close up peek on each of our lists. Mm. Hopefully, CC's gonna arrive at some point because I like pulled a bunch of stats from her list. I have some information from each of your lists, uh, and we'll we'll kind of take some time to hear about each of our uh, individual sort of methodologies, uh, and then we'll get to number one. I'll be honest. I'm very excited because I don't even remember what I put at number one, like let alone like my top ten or twenty five. Like, well, I do have everyone's list handy if if needed. Um, we should also say, and we hope people will stay for the end here. For the first time, we have a uh, we have a fan vote 
And what what I mean is we offered the ballot to patrons. Now, patrons were allowed to pick 10 films. Um, and so I have a patron top 10 calculated very similarly to how I did uh, the BGH vote. Um, and, what you know, so I, I'm like sort of doubly numbers excited because I have just so many, so many okay, numbers. Okay, John, give me numbers. <laughs> All available right. in doubly? Total, total numbers of – so of the 15 ballots of Across the Bloody Good Heart crew – uh, there was a uh, hundred different films received a vote. So a 100 out of the 154 films hmm. were appeared on one ballot. There was, and, and I mean, this will be no surprise, at least one movie from every year, the most hmm. represented year in the top 25, 2018. So last year. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's the, I not can see surprising. That. The least represented year, 2011 and 2014 only had one film. Huh. So, oh, okay. Wow. When uh, when we look at all of the hundred films that received a vote, so that that's like the 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 most represented, least represented. I just gave you was for the top twenty five. If you look at all of the hundred, and I thought this was interesting, and you look at the years that were most represented, there's this like really interesting high point in the decade from twenty eight or twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen. There were twelve to thirteen films in every single one of those years, mm. and in the years before that, there was like five to six films. Uh, 2019 right now is sitting at like five, six. I mean, obviously we're not all the way at the end of the year. There's some interesting stuff I mean, that coming out. That kind of makes sense because like the, when the decade started, we were really still snapping out of the early 2000s doldrums. I feel like, you know what I mean? And then it's like yeah. just been this constant upward trajectory. I well, think. yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about it as we kind of go through the films, but there's just also been a deluge. I mean, we've talked about it for years in distribution channels. So we've seen oh, yeah. Yeah. so much more diversity. I mean, there's a lot that plays into it. Um, Nine. So of the 15 BGH ballots, there were nine different movies that were listed number one overall. Hmm. Yeah. So I was that was that was probably more than I was expecting for sure. Um, only one film, and uh, it it actually does end up being the number one film, was on all 15 ballots. Oh. So that again also kind of surprised me. Um, you added crawl at the end of the day, Eric. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were there were thirty movies. So of the hundred movies, thirty fully thirty of them only appeared on one ballot. So it, sort of to your point, Eric, earlier, like there's there was a ton of just like one off folks, and we'll talk about some of them were uh, were movies that people had really high on their list. So we'll get to that. Uh, and and the final stat here before we get into it, the BJH list that had the closest. To the final 25 so the person in the voting group who had the most of the 25 john shelton wow yeah. well he's always been a bit of a kiss ass so that doesn't surprise <laughs> there you me go. he no but here's the thing he only had 18 of the 25 films so um even he a lot of diversity there i mean every uh, year we do this we have more non main show right i mean shelton's been on the show but i want to say main show like the five core five of us right so like when we started doing year endless in 2010, it was mostly just us and a handful of other people. It's like, mm. so you're getting a more interesting like pool of data as every year goes on, it gets bigger. Oh yeah, worse, a worse pool, you would say. <laughs> <laughs> it's diluting, is what I'm saying. You know, it's yeah. like who um drained the swamp? I think is what we need to do. <laughs> who had the least, uh, like the biggest number of movies that didn't make the top? Uh. Interesting. So, th so this is actually one of the stats that I pulled uh, for each of us. Uh, I believe I'm just looking to double check. So I have my big spreadsheet here. So mm. if you do all want to ask questions, <laughs> sounds can, hot. Uh, uh, it was our own Casey. 
Oh, oh wow. Casey, 11 <laughs> of the 25 <laughs> on your list. So you were the most diverse, diversified, one might say. Yeah. Nice. Wow. When I look at Casey, I think <laughs> that guy's diverse. <laughs> well, Joe, you were diverse in a different way. We're going to get to it. Guys, uh. just... Don't, don't don't get me ahead of uh, myself here. Let's, uh, you know. Uh, all right. So really quick, some honorable mentions. So these are basically the first three films that don't make the list. They were close, but there was definitely a clear line at 25. Uh, I just thought these were worth mentioning. They did. They received an, a bunch of different votes. Uh, a Quiet Place, Black Coat's Daughter, Troll Hunter. None of them make the top twenty-five. Mm. What the fuck? I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. I know. I'm actually so, shocked. It was Troll Hunter for me. It was up there. Oh, we're gonna get there. Don't yeah, worry. I'm, I'm shocked we're about. Come back to it, I'm shocked about Troll Hunter and Black Coat's Daughter. Honestly, although that one's maybe a little more divisive. Well, Again, like right off the bat, proving our point that we shouldn't let these mongoloids that write for the site <laughs> send in their books. I don't know that word. I, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Careful there, Joe. Mm. Um, all right. So to give you a sense, so I was actually going to go first. I'll give you some stats about my list. I can talk a little bit about um, some things. The uh, the question I asked everybody uh, to prep before the show, it, we're going to do it when we kind of touch on everyone's list, uh, was uh, what movie didn't make your top 25, but that you want to, you just want to give a little, little tip of the hat to. Uh, so, uh, the first, so some stats from my list, I had 16 films on the final 25 of the final 25 I had 16, um, the highest rated film on my list that didn't make the top 25 was my ninth rated film, super eight. Uh, I don't know what the hell is the matter with the rest of you. I don't know how it didn't make your list, but, uh, I was really surprised. It, it was only on about three other lists. Yeah, I don't I think, think it was on my yeah, I had it. Hmm. You yeah. did Casey, Casey and I did both definitely had that high. Um, yeah, Super 8 was my number nine. The only here, this is another like one that blew my mind. So I pulled the other stat that I was really interested to see: unique film. So this is a movie that I put on my list that none of the other fifteen or fourteen voters had on their list. For me, that movie was my twentieth film, The Conjuring. Oh, I didn't have that. I, I didn't. I, did I know I didn't. It. How is that possible? I love being conjured. Uh, you did not have the conjuring. We, when we get to the patron vote, though, uh, you will find that I have some some brethren in uh, the respect for the conjuring. I was surprised because to me, the conjuring, it's not that I look back on it and think it's like my favorite film of the decade, but it, it's like a really important movie of the last mm. 10 years. See, I, I had one Wanniverse movie, and that wasn't the one, and I pretty much, my my current bias against those movies basically just spoiled me on the rest of them so Man, that, I, yeah i voted with I, I voted with bias john is what i'm telling you i i will say i obviously did not put much effort into my list because i loved that movie <laughs> <laughs> oh i see joe's joe's uh, shocked joe. joe's shocked that he didn't put it on his list that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where he's going right now. Um, no, well, Joe, it wasn't just you. It was literally all of the other BGH voters. So, you know, it is what it is. Look, you're, what, we're going to go through this for each of us. You all, I actually only had one movie that no one else voted for. Everybody else had more than one. So, uh, so yeah, those are mine. The movie for me that didn't make my list, that I, like, honest to God, wanted to get on my list, and I, and I just couldn't do it, uh, was Unfriended. I... To me, again, it's like another movie that it's Listen, not a. It's not that it's like the the greatest film of all time. Such a I think it's very. Well, it's very and it's super. Like I will think about that movie more yeah. than I think about like a lot of other movies from the decade. I guess is That's where I stand on it. I mean, yeah. Look, like when I looked at this, there were twenty five really good movies just outside of the top twenty five for me, 
you know what I mean? Like my list was 25 bangers. You know what I mean? Like I had no trouble yeah. putting together. I, it was cutting them down was more of the issue, you know? No, mm-hmm. I totally agree. I, I had a short list, short list of about 50 and then kind of carved away from there. And, uh, yeah, that's where I landed. Um, so that was my list. So let's get into it. Here we are. We're at number 25. Number 25. And number 25 and number 24 both come from the year 2010. I think they're the only two 2010 films on the list. The Last Exorcism, number 25. Oh, hmm. I bet number you I single-handedly shot that up the list. Uh, so, Eric, you and I both had it pretty high. I, you know, it, it was not super highly voted. I think it was – I can I can pull the numbers. I think it was probably on about five or six lists, but I also had it pretty high as well. Uh, yeah, I, I had think, it on mine. I think it's most well-known across the world as being the only movie that Joe and I have ever had a mandate to go see. I was going to say, like, <laughs> honestly, I don't even think I liked the movie, but it we made ate, my list because of, you know. We ate Panera beforehand. I got mac and cheese. Because you guys shared popcorn. Yeah, I think it I snuck, I think I snuck food in from Panera. Actually, that that was my joint at that. Uh, that that yeah. is true. You brought an entire thing of cream of mushroom uh, and ate a whole bread bowl <laughs> right there know. in the sea. <laughs> That's false. I did not do that. Uh, so number twenty four, Black Swan. Um, yeah. Number twenty three, The Invitation. Hmm. Twenty two, Evil Dead, and twenty one, Creep. Huh. Cray open, nice. Mm-hmm. Love it. I still uh, get the love for Creep. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it got it was on a lot of lists. I don't know. That's another one. When it's I think so, about Creep, it's so memorable. Well, mm. because it's so it's like the weirdest goddamn movie. It has two characters. There's two yeah. characters in the entire movie. It was one like, of the first times for me too that I was like, oh snap! Like a Netflix movie can be really good. Yeah. I, so that was something that um, I, I like started to like really kind of dig around on because as we go through the list, you'll kind of see. Um, I, I was curious how many of these were going to be direct to streaming, essentially. The short answer is not that many. So The Invitation, I believe, was Creep was. There's only probably two or three others that are truly direct to streaming. Now, the hard part is like some of the, some of the older ones, like the 2010 to 2014, stuff was – basically had to go theatrical there wasn't necessarily yeah. that same yeah. outlet cc um, welcome to the show yeah hi a, oh well there she is here's my fun bit of trivia for the first five of our best of the decade i still haven't seen black swan oh, me either dude, actually you gotta yeah. see it dude got it yeah i checked it out honestly in prep i there was about five movies that i watched to prep for making my list that was one of them and uh and it ended up making my list it's huh. it's incredible it's quite if good. I check it out this weekend, can we redo this show? Just in case? <laughs> yeah, no, we'll just re-record. That's fine. All right, cool. Uh, let's go to Mr. Casey. Oh, let's talk about your list. Uh, <laughs> as we discussed, the films on your list that were on the top twenty-five only eleven. It was the it was the smallest number. Um, and in fact, your highest-rated film not on the final list. You know what it was? I'm gonna say my number one. Yes, correct. Let me in. Yes. Oh, wow. I was really, like, I won't say shocked, but I was surprised because, like, when I did all the numbers, I was like, holy shit, there it is. Yeah. Huh. How's that feel? I really like that movie a lot. I really bought into the whole twisted angle of the love story, especially once they revealed what happens, you know, when she was drawing that kid in and you realize who the old man was. That was just kind of blew me away. So it was, it was, it was a really good remake and Elias Codius or Kate, whatever, how you say that dude's name. He was like pretty great. Yeah. Casey Jones. 
Yes, that's what I. <laughs> yeah. That's really what yeah. I wanted to say. But I was trying to be sophisticated, Cece. Oh, As no, people over thirty-year-olds, thirty-year-thirty-thirty-years-old called. <laughs> no, I mean, Casey. I think it's a really good example of. Uh, I mean, that's a really, really good movie. And uh, I think the year that it came out, it was maybe 2010, 2011. Um, yeah. It was definitely in our, it was like in our top three or four as a, oh, as yeah. a group on our list. So, um, you know, a really strong one. Uh, you had two unique films. So films that only you had on your list of the entire uh, voting group. Uh, the Visit at number 16 and The World's End at number 23. Really? Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Huh. Yeah. I was I most surprised it, I would have thought it would have been The Void. Because uh, no. that's one that not a lot of people probably have watched. Eh, I, I mean, it might have also been like only one other person. So literally, yeah. like, you had to be unique. In this case, you had two. I think um, we, should, we should take so, yeah. the opportunity, John, too, to say, I don't, uh, you were telling us, like, you know, we were kind of talking about the format pre-show. Like, we're really going to kind of dig into the lists and the numbers. But if you want to hear us talk about any of these movies in depth, we did a show on every movie in the top 25. So yeah. you can go to patreon.com slash bloody good horror, become a patron. And at one of the levels, you can get access to the whole catalog and listen to all these shows. You can also listen to our like past year end episodes. You know what I mean? So if you feel like we're kind of brushing over something, it's because we've covered sort of all this stuff in depth already. Well, we also we don't want the show to be 12 hours, 6.5 yeah. hours long. Yeah. yeah. We should mention that I am not on every like episode of movies in the top twenty, like people are going to be paying, going there and signing up and paying, and they'll be like, "What the fuck? I'm listening to Black Swan." Here's yeah. Joe. Yeah. Uh, no refunds too. We should have said yeah. that upfront. Um, yeah. So, uh, Casey, did you have a movie? What was the movie that didn't make your list? So it depends on how you want to look at it. So, because there's a couple movies on there, I tried to when I made my list stick to stuff that I figured were fairly horror, had some horror elements. The movie that I would have put on my list if I wasn't doing that would have been Dread, because I was really uh, impressed by that movie. But it's more of an action movie to me. Was it on a the little battle? Bit of Dread, Dread. Uh, yeah, yes. Is that an option? Jesus, it was. Yeah. Looking at the copy I've got, it here. was on the no, ballot. Yeah, no, it was on the I ballot. Trust. Yeah, because I saw it and kind well, of. Hmm? Yeah, I love that go, movie. So, if you do, if you want to keep it strictly horror, I would actually probably go with Creep because that one uh, really impressed with me. Like Eric was saying before, it was memorable, it was weird, and I kind of I really dug it. But it wasn't just enough, quite enough to bump everything off to the bottom of my list. All right, two good ones. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's let's dip back in to the list. Uh, number twenty, Happy Death Day. Just the best. Mm. So much fun. Happy Death Day to you did not make the final cut. But uh, still, happy Death Day. Still good. No, very good. Uh, number 19, Cam. Uh, one of our 2018 uh, direct-to-Netflix. Uh, oh, that's, that's really oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm surprised. John, um, are we going to – I don't want to rush you. Are we going to get a Blumhouse statistic at some point in this list? Uh, I can maybe do one while we're talking. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. That that might be too much for my <laughs> That's brain. That's a lot. I did not pull like uh, you know. Yeah, it's a good okay. it's a good call. I I'm should I'm I should disappointed, look. but okay. Um, I'll I'll see what I can do while we're talking. Okay. Uh, so Cam number number eighteen, Suspiria. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, that's fun. Still Suspiria. my favorite Rihanna song. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that it's... was. That was another one I went back to, and I was so glad that I did because 
It's it's fucking crazy. Which one? The Suspiria. <laughs> Suspiria. Yeah, I feel Suspiria. like this one on the list should just say Tilda Swinton and then just list several movies underneath. Yeah. Also, just one of the goriest films. It's wild. I mean, yeah, it's of, wild. of the decade, I would say. So you've got a couple of decapitations slash like I don't know defenestrations or there's a lot of weird shit going on in that movie. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, a black mask that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, full on. Uh, number seventeen, the loved ones. Mm. When that? did that come? That must have just eked in the. That's the Australian one. Yeah, twenty ten really or 20- oh, yeah. I had that on my list. Like what? What year was that? <laughs> God bless you, Joe. Twenty twelve, Eric. Twenty twelve oh, okay. uh, for the loved ones. Yeah, and uh, I should say, I think I have this stat later. The loved ones was <clears throat> there was a couple of films in the in the patron vote that that just did not register, and loved ones was up there. There's one that was even lower, but loved ones was. Quite low in the patron. What you're saying uh, is it was high in ours, but didn't they didn't vote for it a lot? Correct. Gotcha. Number seventeen. Mm-hmm. Well, they also only picked uh, ten movies. No, well, the, we're gonna. I'm gonna get into it because you're right. There's a, there's some definitely some differences in the in the way that it worked out. Um, really quickly, sixteen, the Babadook. Mm. <laughs> love that Babadook. <laughs> I I I'll be honest. That was another one that I was kind of surprised about because I sort of expect. Like I feel like that's a movie that. Uh, Maybe normies, if you asked them. I, I think people were top ten. I think people, John, people were yes, generally people. a little higher on that than we were at the time. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was one of. It was a top five Schnarr's pronunciation for me for the last decade. I would say it's like Babadook <laughs> and Rot- Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of normies have heard about that. And no, it's I mean, a I don't. Lot of buzz here. Oh, you think yeah. so? Yeah, interesting. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So there you go. That's uh, number twenty through sixteen. Happy Death Day. Cam, Suspiria, The Loved Ones, The Babadook. Uh, the next list I'd like to dig into is The High Priestess herself, CC. Oh. I'm glad you made it. I was I, I had like tried to time you so that you were, you know. I appreciate the extra thought. Uh, so hopefully you picked up on what we're doing here. Uh, kind with, of. With Casey's. All right. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, just, you know, just can, roll with it. We can wing it. Uh, so the number, the, the films that you had on your list that were also on the top 25, you had 13. So oh, you were right in the middle. That's a nice spooky okay. number. I was like, that's not so bad, is it? No, well, it's none of it's bad or good. It's just, it's just an interesting data point. True, but um, it's not as bad as Casey. The, <laughs> <laughs> the highest rated film on your list that was not on the final top 25 was, and it was an honorable mention, The Black Coat's Daughter, you had at number three. Mm. Wow. And it wow. wasn't on the top 25? Yeah, it just missed. It, it, was, it just missed. It was, let's say, 27. Susie, we already talked at the top of the show about how dumb everybody outside of these five are. <laughs> if, if you want to give your own opinion, though, feel, feel free to Totally jump in. dumb. I mean, uh, totally dumb. yeah. I, I have such a such a special place for The Black Coat's Daughter, but, Best. you know. Stabbing. Do we know what Oz Perkins is up to? Like, he had those two movies come out, like, right next to each I other. I thought that we had talked about he was doing something else, but now I mean, that you say that, I don't think that we've talked based, about it. Based on or that, that we've heard anything. Based on that movie, he might be up to actual murder. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He yeah. definitely, he's he's coming from a dark place. The most, like, yeah. you might worry about Maybe him. the most obscene stabbing I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wait, what did uh, he do on Legally Blonde? <laughs> oh, he, he was might, in Legally Blonde. Yeah, he he's, might have been an actor. Yeah, he's the yeah. Widow, um, oh, funny. law student. I'm going to go that's that's in her study group. Uh, 
CZ, your unique film. Oh? So the films that only you voted Sorry, for. I don't mean to cut you off, John, but he's actually They're uh, not important, John. He's writing a head full of ghosts. He's <gasps> Oh shit. Oh. That's gonna be so intense. I, I never looked yes, this he's... guy up. He's kinda dreamy. He's writing and directing it. That's going to be um, awesome. For those of you who have not read that book, um, it's a Paul Tremblay book, and he is very intense. And to see Oz Perkins handle that is going to be really <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> yeah, pretty much just a punch in the stomach for yes. like 100 I, mean, I listened to the audiobook of that, and there were several times I had to stop because it was like freaking me out to listen to. <laughs> so um, that's awesome. All right. Well, Oz Perkins, uh, yeah. we're worried for you, bud. Uh, <laughs> your CZ, your unique film. So these are movies that only you had on your ballot. Oh, I can't wait for this. Number 13, Assassination Nation. Oh. Hell yeah. And uh, number 15, Split. Oh. Did I have Split was on anybody else's list? I think it was on mine. Wow. Or, or maybe you got booted at the last no, minute. It, it, yeah. it did not, Eric. It was not on your list. Yeah, I, I, I would be honest with you. When I saw Split on the list, I was like doing the numbers the other day. And I like had to take a second to be like, "What the fuck is split?" And then it like it, it John it did do, John does the phrase it. does the phrase. Oh wait a minute, I'm sorry. I was sorry. I th I was thinking you about thinking splice. Splice, yeah. Well, yeah, that yeah. was that was. I was like, wait, did I misspell splice? Like, what's going on here? If, if there's know, my like, largest takeaway from writing this list is people need to get more goddamn creative with the names of their movies. I cannot hmm. tell you how many movies I had to Google and be like, "What in the hell was that?" Yeah, yeah, I had the same issue. Well, I mean, like I realized, I just maybe thought that Split was that good because of, I mean, the performance yeah. in general. But I thought that, I mean, it's it's great. The thought of being kept in someone's basement by a schizophrenic <laughs> is super terrifying, and I thought that was played out yeah. pretty well. Outside of the superhero aspect of it, that you know it connects to, but. Well, I was going to say, for me, honestly, I actually really like that movie as well. This is You don't have to justify your opinions. In I this, mean, I thought that's what this show was about. Was just I, I, Cece, Cece is like... your opinions. Cece is semi-reacting right now like she's being interrogated. Hmm. <laughs> no, but I was going to say, I feel like the glass experience yeah. has colored me against Split at this point. Oh, see, I haven't seen it, so maybe that's why. Oh, I, I think I listened to that episode and was like, I'm not watching that shit. So, hey, John. Hey, John. And you were also like, are Eric and Jason still friends? Or John, was, was, glass on, <laughs> was glass on anyone's list, John? No, it was not. It wasn't on the ballot. Oh, that's probably for the best. <laughs> and no one requested it. No one, <laughs> no no one requested, requested it. it. Um, Cece, did you have a movie that did not make your list that you were like, this is a movie I want to ride for, you know? I mean, I'm just ready for some like hot takes, but I wasn't going to ask you to add it to the ballot. But um, I mean, Lords of Salem would have made my top 25. Nice. Ooh. Bold. I like ah, it. There you go. Okay. So, I'm surprised that wasn't on the ballot. I know. Yeah. I was really surprised. But after I you, saw the you all were... so many people were so mad about movies not being on it. I was like, I'll just, it's okay. See what Again, you did, see, patrons. See, see fair, what you did. You had. You had a chance to weigh in before I locked the ballot. It's, you know, it's, it's fine. I, yeah. Hey, look, that's a lot of work. And I wasn't about to argue with your workload. So it's fine. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, uh, I have a question. Yeah. I have a spreadsheet question, John. So I'm looking at my list. Can I, like, mm -hmm. but it's all random. The list is, like, in alphabetical order. Can I, like, yeah. click on something to just see my numbers in that order? Yes. You you can see <laughs> it. Yes. That's something a spreadsheet that's will let you know. That's a dad question. How do I do that? <laughs> do you, Explain. 
On the show, John, explain pivot tables to me. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Dude, Joe, you, Joe, you guys, listen, you guys were helping me set up that spreadsheet the other day, and I was blown away that you were able to get numbers to just populate in a field. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wow. I have no idea. Some people do this every day, Eric. All day. They're, they're, uh, they're wizards. Yeah. <laughs> Special powers. Uh, let's, let's keep things rolling with the list here. We are in the top 15. We are at number 15. That film is your next. Oh. Like that, that wasn't on my list. That movie's, at all. That movie's great. It's, I think it's online. Uh, it, no. I, I, Cece, I don't know. I'm not looking at your list right now. Uh, let's I'm in. sorry. That was a rhetorical <laughs> question that I was just speaking out loud to the group. Um, I'll tell you that no, it was not on my list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number 14, Ex Machina. Mm. Loved it higher on my list uh but you know 14 pretty good we're we're in the range of i feel very strongly that all of these are very good films oh so. i found it nearly impossible to order my top 15 and so i'm gonna be honest i didn't put a super ton of thought in like i just kind of went with my gut and just went print because like you can't they're incredible like these top 15 movies are amazing yeah across the board uh number 13 raw yes mm. raw Raw, uh, number twelve. Oh, that's that's the, with the uh, beasting face guy, right? I could uh, I could do without him. Beasting Wait, face. What is what? that? Raw isn't raw. That movie where the guy sells like people's flesh or whatever. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. No, it's the French yeah. movie where the girl and her sister find out they're cannibals. Yeah, they're at the, the veterinary, veterinary school. Ah, yeah, I don't like that. You're talking about um, Caleb Landry Jones, your favorite actor. Yeah. Yeah, that no, that's like antiviral. Well, I don't know. Antiviral. Oh, God. I think it that's was what, antiviral. That's what it is. You're right. <laughs> is it... I think that was last decade. I think that was a decade ago. <laughs> no, that is not that long ago. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, number twelve, Revenge. Yes. Twenty eighteen. I call this the Shutter movie. Revenge. That's just like I feel like this is the movie that kind of. Do you mean Prevenge? Yeah. No, revenge. No, revenge, revenge. You know where you and I went head to head, and that's I don't know if we're really friends after that. Right. 2012 anti. I got nothing. Oh, we're yeah, never mind. I just it saw the poster. You, never mind. Never you, mind. You, Sophie and Joe on that show. Oh, yeah, never mind. That was pretty <laughs> much. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> pretty much. We're <laughs> ten minutes in. Eric and I realized we should just shut up and. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, revenge number twelve, number eleven, attack the block, 2011. Mm. It's great. Former number one film of the year. Mm. Yeah. So there you go. Attack the blocks. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I don't remember a ton from that movie, but I felt like it needed to be on there. Yeah, yeah that's one that I wanted to go back and it was so long ago, just to see if I needed it to be higher on my list. Honestly, but uh, it's so great. It was yeah, I I just remember what's his name. Uh, God, I always uh, Nick Frost. Forget him. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, Nick Frost. Isn't that the the actor who's yeah, like in there? Room? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's amazing in that movie. Did Mark uh, submit a list? I'm curious where this was on Mark. 100% Mark submitted a list. Mark actually had 17 of the films. He was right behind John. Do you have his in front of you? Because I'm curious because he loved this movie. Uh, yeah, I do have his in front of me. And stand by. I am pulling it up. Um, he had it like number 12. So he was actually pretty close to where it landed. Um so there you go, I'm Joe. Let's talk about Joe. Ooh, something I've been just waiting to say. What do you <laughs> turn on, uh, turn off, fetishes. 
Joe, you've already indicated that you don't remember which films are on your list. <laughs> I, I pulled mine up. I kind of wanted to be surprised as we went, but your whole what movie didn't make my list that I actually wish had question like frightened me because I didn't know what my list was. So I've got it. <laughs> well, all right. So so the, let me give you this. So the films on your list that were on the final list, 12. So you were actually, you, you and Casey right there. Uh well, Joe looks about as diverse as I do, so. <laughs> Ooh, is in you. I have a half-Tejano daughter, uh, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's not get into who's a half-Tejano. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so the highest-rated film, we already hit this one, uh, Troll Hunter, number two on your list, did not make the final list. I am bad. Am I the only one who had it on my list? No, no. It it was it was an honorable mention. It was right there, but uh, just yeah, yeah. You know, just missed it. Was up. on my list. Joe, I so. I do not. I, I loved that movie. I am baffled as to why more people didn't have it. You know, <laughs> maybe it was the subtitles. I'm obviously more cultured than <laughs> yeah. the rest of those hillbillies that are submitting. Their, <laughs> There you go. But, you know, whatever. It was definitely that. Uh, You, though, did have by far the most unique films on your list. Seven movies listed by Joe, not listed by any other. I honestly like went back and was like, hold on, did I screw this list up? John, Uh, he's a special special guy, okay? No, no. Well, I actually think it's very instructive to understand Joe because they're not bad movies. They're they're good movies. So, uh, Your number three, Krampus, no one else had on their list, which I was actually really surprised about. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, number 17, you had The Ritual, uh, which I actually love- got a lot of love from the patrons, too. So Yeah. yeah. I I struggled with having that higher because uh, I really enjoyed it. But, I mean, listen, well, to be clear, though, like, tons of movies made my list that I really like, like Krampus. I just, like... It's hard to cut them down. Eric, you know? like, are we talking about me now, or are we talking about you? I'm just you? saying, like, I feel just like curious. you know, you got. You seem to be upset that uh, nobody's giving. Can me we a... finish with Eric and then maybe go back to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but hold on. The theme, the theme of your, li- the theme of your unique part of your list is, is great. So the ritual, Lords of Chaos at number eighteen, as above, so below, Warm Bodies, Deathgasm, Blair Witch. 2016, uh-huh. whatever the Blair Witch. Movie. Blair Witch. <laughs> Honestly, I know that movie's not great, but it terrified me like wow. I had to call Leslie after I got out of that movie, and I was like, I don't think I can do the podcast anymore. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. You know what, Joe? I respect. <laughs> I respect the purity of that answer. So, yeah. I give you props. The, uh, but you did have you had basically every metal adjacent film that was yeah. on the ballot. You had in your list, I which like I. It. I Full respect. Nice. Well, a lot of mine, like, and so I, I didn't so much struggle with the order of mine. I struggled with what was, I struggled more with my bottom 10 than I did my top 10, probably. Like, what didn't make the cut. And a lot of them, like, like Blair Witch, like, I really enjoyed the theater experience. As Above, So Below, I loved that episode. It was CeCe's first episode, and I thought we had a blast on it. Like, it just, it has, like, good nostalgia for me. I mean, Deathgasm, for obvious reasons. Lords you have of a Deathgasm every day. So. Warm Bodies, I put on mine, and, like, it solely made my list because that's the first movie, like, we um we actually took Mia to see that when she was a baby because they had one of those, like, bring your kids, like, one of those... Uh-huh. It was like an appropriate time to bring your child to the theater. Yes, yeah, it was like those like Tuesday afternoon, we'll just dim the lights. Like it was like it was a fun experience. So this was like a trip down memory lane, Joe list. Yeah, it's, a lot of them weren't so much that I thought the movies were great, but I just like enjoyed this experience. So that's that's why they made the list. For I me. love that. I love that. The list mm-hmm. is yours, Joe. Yours to do with what you want. 
Yeah, that's there you go. Uh, Joe, did you have a did you have a film that didn't make the list that, uh, you, that you want to ride for? I I'm surprised Climax didn't make mine, but Conjuring I'm blown away. Like honestly, that's just an oversight because I same reason I really enjoyed that. I watched it later with Leslie at home, and like I loved it. Like it it <laughs> really scared the shit out of me. To reiterate. For people who might be confused, Joe is blown away that Conjuring didn't make his own list in which he had complete control over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to, it's, it's a little like, confusing. I'm, I'm looking at what was above and below Conjuring uh, on like the ballot to see if maybe I just screwed up and put the number next to something else. <laughs> It did have a the in front of it, so it was like with the other the movies. You know what? It did because I see Conjuring Two does not have the, and it's up top. So mm-hmm. I, I I put the blame on you, I guess. Yeah, it's, no, it's it's, it's <laughs> you know I'll I'll take that. I'll take All that I remember one. from the Conjuring is the hands going like this in front of her. Yeah, face. That's yeah. It. Well, that was in the trailer too. I feel yeah, like. that's why I remember uh, that. Joe, that was my unique times. film. So I, I'm actually I, it all worked out for me because now I have a unique film. So yeah. uh, cool. All right. Well, there you go, Joe. That was your moment. Uh, let's let's keep it down for the next uh, twenty. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Is that it? Should we do the goodbyes? <laughs> yeah. We are in the top ten here. All right, the top ten of the decade. Here we go. Number ten. What we do in the shadows. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I would actually vote that this, or if I had to pick based on sort of like where this landed, this was like the one that people probably like. I don't want to say wrestled with the most, but because it's a comedy, it, you know, it's like kind of where do you put it into a top, top of the best of the decade horror? I mean, listen, thing. I, I, to some extent, I understand the quibbling with we have a lot of sci-fi on here. There was the infamous year that Snowpiercer was a number one. People rioted. But like mm. the, the it's a horror comedy. It's a horror movie. Like I don't, that I don't understand at all, like not including things because they're kind of funny. Like it's a genre of movie like through and through. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I I totally agree on the and and honestly, like I don't like it shows up a lot on the patron list as well. Like I don't like it's more. I, there were actually there was no one that had this number one. We're not quite to that that segment of the list, but uh, uh, yeah, there were you know it it's up there. Uh, number nine, Annihilation. Mm. Number eight, Us. Mm, I feel like all these movies now are just hitting me in the right place. I'm just like, mm. mm-hmm. well, so interestingly, uh, number eight and then number seven, Midsummer, both of our 2019 films in yep. the top ten. So, uh, number six, Hereditary. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Midsummer uh, seven, Hereditary number six. I thought that was also poignant. Uh, there you go. Beautiful. We're we're there, guys. We're at the top five, but first, we're gonna need to talk about Eric. Oh boy. Do you Eric, remember your? We get into it. Eric, very active on Slack right now. Just took a, a quick. <laughs> very. Look. I'm trying to stay <laughs> awake. Okay. Bitch. You know, I. You know, I sent an email. Uh, I, I really thought we were gonna behave. I mean, did you want me to interrupt Joe more, or was that not enough for? You? I was trying <laughs> no, to. Like, I'm trying what? to. I'm trying to just like mind my own business over here. Okay, John. All right. Well, let's close it down because you're gonna need to talk. I'm, a no, I'm, bit. I'm. Listen, and we're then... talking about. We're talking about me. I am in this. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Okay. I was so excited when I saw your name in there. Like, yes. <laughs> uh, if you had read my post, Joe, I said, don't tell John. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, all right. So here we are, Eric. We're at your list. Uh, you had 14 films Ooh. of the final top 25. So there you go. Uh, do you have a sense now for what your highest rated film that didn't make the final list is? Uh 
Well, as we just covered, I've been on Slack. So, um, <laughs> so no, he's not paying attention. <laughs> you do, 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 I'm gonna guess. Four. I'm gonna guess climax. Correct. Boom. Climax. Eric's number five film. Uh, Eric, you and I, I think we're, there were three people who voted out of the 15 for Climax, and you and I both had it, I think, in our top 10. Really high. And yeah. uh, I mean, did not, it did not make the final. Th it was a weird list for me because I have three to possibly four movies that I don't know what's going to be my number one movie of the year yet. And like, that's notwithstanding anything else that might come out. Not that I, I don't, you know, but like, so when I got to ordering my top 10, I have legit three movies in there that I'm not fully decided on yet, but a climax is like in my top five this year. Easy. Uh, it's just like, it, I went with gut on most of these, like yeah. things that stuck with me. They were really like attack the block. Fantastic movie. The only thing that stuck with me is it's run in slow motion and its teeth are really bright. Like, but there were other movies that like just got into my core and stayed there. And climax like is definitely is one. And I think will continue to be one. Hmm. It was yeah. also like three months ago. Well, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> but a few movies that it, over the whole course of the show have like left my jaw that you know on the floor uh, while yeah, watching. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you. That movie was fucking like legitimately bananas. Like one of the craziest things we've seen. Yeah. And and the product, like the production, and just the way that it flows. It's it's so unique in a lot of ways too. So. Uh, do you want to know what the movie was that's on my list? Actually, it wasn't one of my stats, but uh, that I actually would use the exact same description you used. Yeah, I think it might have been unique on my list. Actually, uh, I put Human Centipede. Nice. Had to do Ooh. it. I, I had to do it. Well, I mean, I'm impressed. Not part yeah, two, huh? Mm. No, it yeah, just okay. dropped. I was gonna say there. I was. It might. It was not on many, but uh, to me, that's like one of those movies when you think about the last ten years. It's like. You're gonna think about that movie at some point. Oh, like, yeah. It's just no, it's. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it is is and was a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People that well, we discussed at the time, but like all of us had the experience of random normies that you don't <laughs> want to be talking about like butt to mouth stuff with asking about but, this movie. Wait, hold up. So would you talk about butt to mouth stuff without random normies? No, with horror people, sure. That like when you're yeah, like when you're in the like trust tree yeah. season. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Trust yeah. tree? Yeah. Thank you, John. Do you butt to mouth stuff in a tree? This I is mean, a no HR zone. It's not a literal tree, I guess is oh, what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I will never forget that bloody good horror sent me to review that in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> you were like sick. Didn't you say you got like physically No, Ill? I went to the pony bars he one year anniversary that had open bar and open food and like pounded there yeah. for like an hour and a half and then went and saw Human Centipede. No, and, and then like... I sent the two of you to a press screening of Human Centipede 2, John, and I think uh, like you said it was really hot and you guys were drinking and like did not feel well human centipede yeah, 2 is like uh, maybe oof. an illegal movie <laughs> Wait, never seen we, it. no we didn't go see that we yeah went, well i mean I john maybe it was just john then i thought you were with him joe for maybe. some reason uh in any event the human centipede films those real treasures of the last decade uh eric your unique films you had you had three mm -hmm. three unique films uh unique, number 18 huh? paranormal activity three. Oh, dude the so that's the retro one where they're in the 80s and the that the brilliant scene with the fan, the camera, yeah, the on camera the on the yeah. oscillating. Fan. I have a lot of yeah. found footage on my list, and that like I loved pretty much, even the bad Paranormal Activity movies. Like I enjoyed that stretch where like every year there was like one of those movies to go see. You know what I mean? They were like really fun, yeah. you know, to to steal a Joe phrase like butt puckery Halloween horror movies. Um, and I think that one by far was the best. Like I loved the first yeah. two, but the Good. third one just blew me away. 
I think I use clench. I don't think I use pucker, but you know, clenchy. <laughs> that one I struggled with. I I almost made my list. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, there were like some movies I cut that I don't know. I was a little on the edge on, but I figured like my brand, John, is loving found footage, so I felt like I would go to the mat for it in this situation. <laughs> oh yeah, your brand is also trolling. I feel like, which is what you did with some of the other films on your list. Uh, uh, John, these are all genuine loves, all right? I'm not trolling. For, yeah, well, no, I I know, I know. For example, the other two unique films, Prometheus at number twenty one, mm. and It Chapter Two at number twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that literally to me was like it was the most recent movie Eric saw in the theater. No, <laughs> It Chapter Two. I'm, I can't emotionally go through this again, John. It Chapter know, Two is a beautiful, lovingly crafted horror film. It's incredible. Okay, Prometheus. I love Prometheus has problems, but it is like one of the most beautiful sci-fi movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I it mean, is I, I still love Prometheus. Mind-bending oh. in ways I really love. It introduced me to my love of um, Michael uh, Fassbender. Fast, the Fassbender. Thank you. It then yeah. gave me a sequel in which I was able to see Fastbender make out with himself, which is like a top ten life moment for me. Okay, so <laughs> Alien Covenant, I get them confused. That's like one of my problems. Is like I, I wasn't, I'm not sure what happens in Prometheus versus. I really Alien like Covenant, Covenant too. Yeah. But if I had to pick one, I, I went with Prometheus. Yeah. Which one had Danny McBride? F- first, one. that's Prometheus. I that's think. Prometheus. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, He's like the. In fact, Eric still very active on Slack right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have ADD, Joe, right? I'm just trying to keep it on the rails. Uh, Eric, do you have another film that didn't make your list that uh, yeah, that I'm, you want to you you would put your flag on? This gonna, is an Eric film. I'm going to cheat, John. I have two. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> well, I'll give you two. You and know what? You, you host the show most days. You do stay, a lot of the, the legwork. We'll staying you. on brand, both found footage. Number one, this was on my list until the last minute when someone had pointed something out to me that I was like, oh, crap. I don't even remember what it was, but I was like, I got to get this on the list. So I bumped The Bay. Which oh yeah, is a, a 2015, a hey. 2015 found it? footage movie in which a reporter gets basically trapped in this town that's being inundated with these like I, I want they're like mutated crab monstery things or something like parasite type situation. It's really good. Um, I love when movies actually nail fake TV stuff. It's just mm-hmm. like kind of an inside baseball thing. I enjoy that movie kills it. The lead actress is fantastic. It's like really intense. So it was it was at my twenty five until like, like last minute that got bumped. Um, I don't even remember that being a thing. I don't know if we did it on the uh, show. I think I might have just watched it on my own. Honestly, I think it, no. I'm pretty sure no, there's an episode. It. Yeah, and it's yeah. a famous director. Um, Barry Levinson. Yeah, Barry Levinson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I highly uh-huh. recommend it if you're into found footage. The other one, found footage, and so amidst the um, let's call it Listgate 2019, where last minute people are trying to add stuff to the list. I had requested, because I really started thinking about it, and I fell in love with this movie last year called Hell House LLC. It's been talked Ooh. about a lot lately because they just released a new sequel. Don't watch the sequels. Just don't do it yourself. But the <laughs> first one is like one of the scariest found footage movies I've ever seen. Inevitably, people are going to go see it now and tell me I overhyped it. I don't care. Don't at me. But it's really good. Um, I've watched it. So I, I saw this for the first time last year on Halloween time. I watched it like six times in the last year. And so yeah. when I really started thinking about it, I was like, God, maybe I should be like considering this for my list. And, uh, but I don't know, at the end of the day, to John's point, like I knew nobody else was going to have it on there. So I figured I wouldn't mess with it. No, I don't think you're wrong. We just watched it like two or three weeks ago. And yeah. like Leslie, uh, my sister-in-law and I are still talking about it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's definitely great. And there's that movie, they, 
I give that one credit too because they do some stuff that's completely telegraphed and just the way it's shot still scares me. You and know, I'm barely desensitized to that crap. The best found footage only needs to be simple. Like it's all about framing and pacing and camera work, right? It's why like I was annoyed by the Blair Witch remake because it's just gimmicky. It's like the, there's a drone and like it's just like you don't need that to be scary. It's okay, Jim. Yeah. I'm just saying like no, 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 I like my found footage like I like my found footage like simple and pure, and that's why Hell House LLC I think is is so good, which is incredible was... because the sequels appear to be made by a person who doesn't understand movies at all. Actually, so I'm <laughs> there's another mystery. Not only have they never seen Hell House LLC one, they've never they've never seen any other movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of mind bending how bad the sequels are, but I recommend yeah, don't, that. Don't don't let Eric talk you out of the Blair Witch uh, movie. It top top 25 material there you go uh all right guys we've made it to uh to the top five Beautiful. are we ready no anything else anything else we want to get in here um eric i did the uh i am doing right now the count of blumhouse it's actually lower hmm. than you might think uh i've got it at one two three uh, I think you're, you're next. next? I, I don't you, think you're next. I'm pretty sure it is. Mm -hmm. No? I don't say again. So. Which one? It was like an Adam Wingard flick, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, four, four. uh, yeah, I've got it at uh, six. Six of the 25. Okay. So, uh, all right. The number, the, the number five film. It Follows. 2015. Mm -hmm. It Follows. Mm -hmm. Number four, Green Room. Yeah, I missed that on mm -hmm. my list that year because we didn't get to a show on it, and then I watched it like the winter, early winter of the next year, and I was like, just mind yeah. blown when I saw that movie. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. I did. I think I saw it like I, we didn't cover it. I don't think there's an episode on it actually. No, that's um, what I'm saying. It's the only time in the last decade where I we missed a movie, and I saw it, and I was like, this would have been my number one. Yeah, it is crazy to think that actually of all of the movies on the top 25, we have an episode, I'm almost positive, except the number four film. Uh, number three, here it is, guys. Cabin in the Woods. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, I, yeah, I had it on, up on mine. I mean, that was well, my prediction for number one. Yeah, yeah. I think there, there had been a lot of slack chatter, and I think a lot of people were interested in sort of where it was going to land. I, yeah, I similarly thought it, it could be a number one. Um, to give you a sense really quick, uh, Cabin in the Woods... I think it ends up so basically the top uh, the top three and four films. So basically, I mentioned only one film is on all the ballots. It's number one. Uh, so Cabin in the Woods was only on thirteen of fifteen ballots. Hmm. Uh, so you know that's uh, that's sort of the difference there. Um, number two, this was on fourteen ballots. The Witch. Yeah. Yes. Baby butter. Witch. Uh, this is my number one. Oh, oh look at you. You would. And my number two. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get to it. I have everyone's number one here. So, uh, Cece, in fact, you were the only one of this group to pick the number one film. That's Get Out. Oh, yeah. so smart here. Get Out uh, was on every single list. Uh, it was in most people's top fives. It was in, I think, everybody's top ten. Um, Wait, so Get Out is number one? You did that so anticlimactically. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it is number one, Joe. You'd I'm ask sorry. for a drum roll? Yeah, like I don't. You could have been like, yeah. all right, sorry. Let's do it again. Be quiet, everyone. Be quiet. Literally, just like, oh, and CC had number one. It was Get Out. So anyway, next week we're talking about. 
Uh, yeah, get out. Number one. Uh, so the the top five. It follows at number five. Green Room at number four. Cabin in the Woods at number three. The Witch at number two. Get out was number one, Joe. Thank That's you. really interesting because I think Us is like much better than Get Out. Oh, maybe so, not much, but I would put them like in. I think I had them in reverse order. I mean, they're listen. They're both like great movies. It's not a big deal. Just, it's it's yeah, right. I mean, look, it's interesting. You have uh, two different directors with two films in yeah. the top ten. I mean, the clear winners of this list are these two dudes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saturday, they've they've got to be honored. I assume they're watching the live. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. obviously. <laughs> uh, listen, and the lighthouse is out this week. The witch number two on our list. Uh, you know, we'll see. Lighthouse could be a late, late. You know, sneak it in there for the decade. Um, so yeah, I mentioned my number one was the witch. Casey, we talked about your number one. Let me in. CC, get out. Joe, do you remember what you had? Uh, I just looked. So yeah, I do. <laughs> it was midsummer. Yeah, it sure I was. Think oh. You were the only one that had it number one, but again, it, you know, number seven on the whole list. So you know what I love yeah. about that? Like Midsummer, not at all a movie I would expect Joe's number one to be, and I love that. I, it's you a know, little what? metal. It's a little metal, I would say. It's oh, it's yeah, 100%. yeah. Okay, I see that. It's so artsy, uh, though, Joe. I uh, I don't know. Like that movie, I think because I didn't expect to. Well, no, I expected to like it because I really get into cults. Like I like that whole kind of creepy vibe. Um. But I think, like, the time, like, the two-hour duration really kind of concerned me. But it just, like, blew me away. Like, I didn't want it to end. I, it's the first Blu-ray I've bought in probably, like, five years outside of, like, Star Wars movies because you got out those. <laughs> Which you buy, like, once a year, basically. <laughs> just, like, eh, wow. they threw some new stuff on this Blu-ray. So. They do, and I have to own it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Eric, you're number one. It follows. Yeah. Mm. I I mean, I stared at this top five and I was like, it's any one of these, but like it follows to me ended up being like a little bit of a personal pick because I spent a lot of the the 2000s feeling like you you were running away from a sexually transmitted disease. Mm. Yes. Question mark. How did you know? No, like (laughs) I think that for a long time, filmmakers got away from the really simple things that made horror films in the 80s so memorable. A huge one is like memorable scores with distinct themes that you can then pick out when you hear them later, right? Like they're, they just, filmmakers got in this rut of just using this really rote orchestral score BS that you would never remember in a million years, right? Like simple stock and slash, slasher type stuff. Um, atmosphere and mood stuff that makes the original halloween really amazing even though there's not a lot to it and it follows to me like heralded in this resurgence of these kind of like horror filmmaking values um it introduced me to disaster piece which is now like one of my favorite bands um i was just like on such a high when i got out of that movie just being like finally somebody understands like it almost felt like somebody reviving like a lost art in a way, you know what I mean? Like somebody was finally looking back to the past and learning from it instead of running away from it. And I think that a lot of the things that make it follow so good have informed genre movies in the years since then for the better. And so that was kind of why it was like a little bit of a sentimental pick for me. It's a good movie and a lot of people had it. So uh, let's, we can do it really quick. I want to kind of give everyone who voted and, and spent a lot of time making their top 25 list a little hat tip. So uh, Eric, you had uh, It Follows at number one and the only other person uh, who did was Sophie. Oh, you know, Kend- her, her and I are Spears. like this, you know, so I get that. 
There you go. Uh, I mentioned CC had Get Out. Get Out had the most number one votes. CC, Mark, Andy were the three uh, who had Get Out at number one. Um, I had The Witch, uh, and so did Luke and Jason, my kindred spirits. Uh, nice. Shout out to those guys. Um, Cabin in the Woods was Evan's number one. Uh, no one. So Green Room at number four had no number one votes. Uh, that It was the highest uh, with no number one votes. Hmm. Uh, Adam... Uh, Adam, our buddy, had Hereditary, as did Valeska. Hmm. Nice. Uh, Us was Shelton's number one. Uh, I'm and sorry, I'm like having to scroll through a lot of numbers. Joe had Midsummer, as we have discussed, um, and then we get into uh, we talked about Casey would let me in, uh, and I believe the last one is Andrew, who actually had The Invitation as his number one film. Nice. Hmm. That's that's a banger. There you go. Uh, yeah, so uh, huge shout out to everyone who voted. Uh, yeah, look, like we have to set rules around these things. I know there's a lot of pissing and moaning. <laughs> you know, maybe when I send out the ballot next time, uh, tell me if there's a movie you want to see on there. Um, but I, I really do appreciate it. I, and like I said, I kind of set up top. I think I feel really good about where this list landed. And um, it's always one of those things where it's like it's kind of – a futile effort to sort of like rate pieces of art against each other. But I think it's also helpful to kind of put a stake in the ground and say, you know, we as a group, like this is the sort of collective, I don't know, preference or, or, uh, you know, uh, feeling that we have. And there's some really, really good films. So there you go. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I was just really struck at the strength of not only this list, but, the top 50 that you might have ended up with. Right. And like, oh, we talked about this a lot in the show, but I think this going through this process, making this list has just really cemented. I, there's no doubt in my mind, especially after looking at this, this is the best time to be a horror fan. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. there's more stuff available than ever. And you've got people working at every end of the spectrum that you've got on one end, people making these really intense politically charged things You've got people like Ari Aster exploring the like depths of human emotion in ways that the genre has never reached, like heights that's never reached. You've got people making goofy movies about 80s metal to keep Joe happy, right? You've got like horror comedies and slasher. Like <laughs> there is such a wide array of things and, and people taking things that worked in the past and taking them in new directions, right? Or pushing deeper and getting deeper to the core of why we love the genre. I can't imagine what the next decade is going to bring, especially people who are now growing up and being influenced by people like, like imagine what people are going to make that are growing up on Ari Aster and Jordan Peele films. Like, yeah. can you imagine the kind of shit those people are going to, you know what I mean? Well, like, and how it's going yeah, to be concentrated and turned around and to be even more potent. It's just like, I can't wait to see where this well, stuff goes. And the fact that we have the distribution channels for really unique voices, you know, so we touched on it a little bit, but you know, you have films like Creep, Cam, uh, Revenge that essentially were direct to streaming. And in, you know, we've talked about it a ton, but in previous generations, just like never would have seen the light of day. Or if they did, it was on a VHS that got passed around or you had to, you know, you like saw it just randomly at your at your store. Or yeah. Probably like some creepy, uh, you know, clerk recommended it to you. Um, yeah, yeah. God bless. I was one of those people. So God bless. But um, it, it, uh, yeah, I mean, so totally. And and you're right. Like, we're, I look at something like Shudder. It's it's amazing that we have that in our lives. I honestly yeah, feel that. And I, don't, yeah. I don't even use it that frequently. 
but I know that it's there and I know that there's like random cool shit that's just getting like thrown on there all the time, which I love. So nice. Yeah. Uh, so we don't, do we want to talk about the patrons? Because yeah, of course, a lot of them submitted top ten. No, I'm love, actually really excited. About I love that. I love we got their participation. It's great. Uh, so we had 37 ballots submitted. Uh, this was open to all patrons. You know, we posted it. Uh, yeah, you know, look, it took a little work. Yeah, it was not the perfect execution. I'm definitely going to do it differently next time. Uh, but I'm really excited. Uh, and what's interesting? So let, I'll give you the. Let me give you the headline numbers. So I said 37 ballots submitted. So we had 100 films out of our 15 ballots and 25 votes. They had 37 ballots, 10 votes, 102 films wow. were on at least one list. That's wild. Yeah, so really crazy. Um, there were two films that were on 25 ballots. That was the most that any movie was on any ballot. So um, there was a t- actually more diversity across these lists, which I love. Um, there was only one film in the BGH list that didn't get a single vote from a single patron. And this kind of surprised me, but it was Revenge, which was our twenty, huh? our twelfth film. Interesting. Uh, did not, Interesting. Was not on a single ballot. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> there were a couple, couple of moments. So I should say I did not collect anyone's name, so I have no ability oh. to bust anyone's balls uh, by, by by name. But uh, there oh, were three mistake, individual John. ballots. Say it again. Big mistake, John. I know. Again, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do some things differently next time. Um, there was not a single uh, top ten ballot that was submitted that had all their 10 on our 25 list. So there was not a single one. There were three ballots that had nine show up on the top 25. And there was one ballot, one glorious, glorious ballot that only had one of their votes on our top. And you can't tell me who that was. No, I can't, but God bless them. I really, so what what are the crazy picks on that ballot? Do you have it? Uh, I can, yeah, I can pull it up. Uh, it was very indie. It was a very, uh, indie vote. Let me just Ugh. tell you. Um, this, this already sounds obnoxious. <laughs> stop. Come on, Joe. Hold on. It's number take me number one, one Gummo. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, that was like 2004. That was, yeah, that movie's real, real old. Uh, I, okay. I wrote my, uh, my final paper in video editing on that movie. All right, oh here God. you go. You ready? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it down for you. Uh, so number 10, they had Under the Skin. Uh, number nine, Tucker, or sorry, uh, this, sorry, I'm reading them in reverse order. Number 10 for them was, I am not a serial killer. Uh, number nine, I saw the devil. Eight was it follows. That's their one hmm. sightseers, the black coat's daughter, okay. the endless, the ritual, Joe, shout out. All right. Yeah. This, this list isn't nearly as annoying as I thought it was. No, gonna be. Look, the, well, this is again, it's an example of like how deep the pool is. Uh, mm-hmm. So now we're in the top three. The Void, shout out, Casey. Yay! Uh, number two, Tucker and Dale. Number one, Under the Skin. Huh. Nice. That Which was, one was Under the Skin? Under was the skin that the is, uh, uh, Scarjo? Scarjo. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't argue with any of those. That movie's, I'm pretty that sure movie's... I know who it is based on the Tucker and Dale pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tucker and, Tucker and Dale got a lot of patron votes. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It's not. It does not make the top ten, but it's definitely. It was sort of in the ballot. Uh, I wanted to mention uh, only one ballot listed both Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. So nice. You know who you are out there. Uh, yeah. And no one, no one listed. There was no one in any of the voting that listed both it films. Eric huh. came the closest. With it, chapter two. Because um, you can't listen. It's 25 movies. You can't put both of them. You know, like, yeah. you got to pick your favorite, you know? 
How many lists uh, mention that Terrifier movie that Jamie on Slack goes nuts for? Because <laughs> there's couple. only one we know. It was on mine. <laughs> it was on my list. Right. It was a couple. Yeah, I think Eric did sneak it in at the end. Well, how many have it at number one? Let me ask you that. <laughs> I did not own that. So, uh, for the, so I mentioned at the top, we had thirty different movies in the uh, in the in the BGH vote that had only one ballot. There were actually forty-one different movies. And in, including two people who had uh, movies at number one that were not on any other ballots. Oh, so, what were those two? Those movies were Tigers Are Not Afraid and mm. Mandy. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I got yeah. that. So uh, just a crazy, crazy uh, right. 10 years. There, yeah. So there you have it. Uh, I wish I could mock them more, but like the those picks aren't But, aren't but that's the thing about the <laughs> movies that we're picking from. It's like, it's just all about yeah. your personality, right? And that's what's well, cool exactly. about it. Like, they're all great movies. It, it's amazing. Amazing All of movies. them except Terrifier are great films. No, I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. Agreed, John. Agreed. <laughs> Actually, I just checked. It's not on my list. I'm remembering now that we had a fight about putting it on or, or something. I don't because I don't see it on your. Well, oh, it was on the, is it the I Terrifier? did a, I did a separate ballot for the public vote, and then I did allow it to be added to people's so I think ballots. It, yeah, it might have made it on mine, but I don't, whatever. No. It's fine. It, here we are. Um, okay, so the honorable. So we only we're gonna, only going to count down ten. Uh, the honorable mentions, the invitation. Creep. You want to finish what you got going there, buddy? Before you... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we've been going. We've been going a while. Here. Just hang, hang tight. Uh, the invitation, creep, and Evil Dead uh, were the honorable mentions. So in the top ten, the, pe- uh, the people who love Evil Dead love Evil Dead, and they will mm-hmm. tell you about it, John. That's what I've learned from this experience. Well, it was it was our number twenty-two film for the BJ. Yeah, it was our number one pick, yeah, and yeah. it didn't make their top ten. It was fine. Well, no, but it was. I'm saying it was our number 22 yeah. uh, in the main list. Um, all right, here you go. Number 10, Insidious. Hmm. That, was my, a, that was my. That was my one. That was my one Blumhouse. I, my one Blumhouse, yeah. or my one I want of her shout out rather. I took back all those nice things I just said about. Them. <laughs> I'm to me, it was the one that started it. So as, as sick of the whole thing as I am, like that was a really. I mean that that movie changed the genre. Like was that the literally. Darth Maul one? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it was on Eric. You were not the only one of the fifteen BGH folks. It was on three BGH. I mean, that movie quite literally changed the course of the genre for the entire decade. John, it came out but, at the beginning and it changed the yeah. like like how many movies but, have we seen? But for the better, I don't know. Well, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not. You know, it's not quantitative. I'm just saying yeah. I can I can pull this up. I I like have the numbers. But uh, did it did it predate Conjuring? That's what I yeah, really couldn't I remember. It did. It did. Okay, it was like the year before. Um. All right. Well, here you go. Insidious. It number was nine. The first, yeah, it was the first one. It was, okay. Uh, number nine, Annihilation. Number eight, Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Number seven, The Conjuring. Thank you, patrons, so for validating me and Joe. You know, sort of. We should mention uh, that there was like <laughs> there was like a little bit of a coup that seemed to be forming with some of them, where they just weren't considering a lot of the sci-fi things because Annihilation not being in the list is friggin' bonkers. It's it's number nine. It's not that it's not on the list. It's number nine. Oh, I'm okay. I thought we were doing. Sorry, I thought we were doing honorable no. mentions again. It's Josh it's actually listing I, movies now. <laughs> is he on Slack, Joe? Is he on Slack right now? I, you I was. Yeah. <laughs> you, you tell no, me. No, I'm actually texting Sophie right now about how we're number one buddies. Uh, oh, Eric. Uh, number so it's funny because Annihilation is our number nine, and it's uh, the patron number nine. So here we are uh, Midsummer number eight, The Conjuring number seven, The Witch number six, hmm. The Witch number five, What We Do in the Shadows. Number four, moving up here, it follows. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, up from our number five to their number four. Uh, number three, Hereditary. Nice. That's right. We're, we're going to have a little, we got a little shake up here in the top five. Number two, Get Out. Mm-hmm. Number one for the patrons, Cabin in the Woods. Nice. Mm-hmm. You did it. Yeah. Did it, patrons. You're yeah. almost right, Joe. <laughs> Yeah. Cabin in the Woods was a funny year because I remember that year end show distinctly because it was one of the years where like nothing came close to that one on the ballots. And then yeah. at the, at, when we were filling out our top 10, we all kind of like had some trouble. Well, it was, it, I think it's the only time we've ever had a unanimous. If it wasn't unanimous, it was very, very close. That that yeah. was, that was on every list. Um, so yeah, the patron top 10 list actually had eight of our top 10 films on, on there. So uh, a lot of crossover, uh, but the two that they added uh, did not even make our top 25, which I thought was kind of interesting. So there you go. Uh, many thanks to the patrons. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, not all of your favorite films made the ballot, uh, you know. You all were very dumb about it. Yeah. So not sorry. (laughs) (sighs) Great. Well, good guys. This has been great. It's been a great decade. Should Should we tell everyone that this is the last show? Like we're. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we got some news. It might be my last show. No. John, how do you feel, buddy? How do you feel about your your first list show of 2019? I'm actually very excited now to do the year end list. Nice. Are we going to do some patron stuff for the year end list as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to run it back. I I got a whole, like, process revamp I'm going to run out, and uh, I feel really good about it. As much as I like to mock you, John, like, you you knocked that out of the park here. Not stats, but also with keeping this moving, because I thought this episode was going to be nine hours. Yes. Agreed. That was only 90 minutes. I told you. Yeah, I we had go I had a too. script. We were ready to go, you know. Yeah, so. but I I know you had plans, but uh, keeping baby Huey there uh, centered below you. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, uh, John, are we yeah, gonna post so, this on the website? We are gonna post on the website. My hope was to have it up tomorrow for Halloween. Uh, hopefully, this podcast will serve as our, our official sort of Halloween announcement. I'll I'll get it up soon. It'll be up bef- it'll be up for the end of the year for sure. Love it. All right, guys. That's going to do it for Bloody Good Horrors Top 25 Horror Movies of the Decade. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you happen to have wandered in to the live stream and you've never seen a live stream before, you're interested, you want to check us out, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. You can also, if you like what you hear, go to patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror, support the show, check out back episodes, and get this weekly live stream as a part of that. So we're everybody who joined us tonight thank you everybody who's listening in their car road raging on the way to work we thank you as well <laughs> uh we got more movies in 2019 to watch so hopefully nothing's too good john we're gonna have to blow this whole show up and do it again uh yeah well no i think we'll be that. okay i'm just kidding <laughs> uh yeah that's gonna do it hope you enjoyed the show we'll talk to you next week see you bye <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Cece, you're on the show every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh.